0: Welcome to the Zad Zook's Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for The Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. I tested it, and it's working, I promise. It okay, is. you're going to cut that piece out. No, I'm going to leave it in there.
1: When did your hair start going gray? Was it something I did?
0: No, it's always been like that.
1: No, it hasn't.
0: Yeah. The top tip? Uh, That's new It's getting grayer (laughs) It's getting worse Welcome to old age Yeah, well, you don't really have that much gray Yeah. Well, It's there It's just hidden Yeah Congratulations to you for offloading your child to college Well, now almost Well Two months You won't I can do this You won't see him I know I can do this You won't see him for the summer He'll be gone Yeah Man, what are you going to do with all your free time? Go back to playing Xbox and I guess PS, I'll, uh, PS4. we'll have podcasts every night. Great. We'll do it. And congratulations to the Washington Capitals.
1: Yes. Finally. After. I'm not a I'm not a hockey fan. I could care less, but I like to see teams who have never won win something. Yeah. That's a good thing. And I think Ovechkin's a good guy. So Oh, he's having I'm a good.
0: good time. Yes, he's I saw that. Doing keg stands yeah. in Nationals Park and He's a good guy. Well, they're all drunk. They've been drunk since they won, I think <laughs> good for them, yeah, whatever, so oh, uh, we got a lot to catch up on, don't we? yeah, yeah, what do you want to start with? I don't care, we could I mean, we've already make it simple we're we're a few weeks away from Black Panther, so I don't really know that we want to get into that. We can just simply say that I felt a little underwhelmed by it,
1: yeah, I know, I was completely underwhelmed, and I hate saying that, but it was it was an okay movie. I
0: really liked the first and second acts. The third act I felt came so quickly and just so out of the blue that it was rushed and that's where it didn't it didn't hold up for right. me. I, I really liked the first the first two acts a lot. It's just the introduction of his nephew and how quickly that turned and just like the battle for it all was just really crazy.
1: The James Bond kind of well the acting,
0: vibe. the acting was great. Yeah, uh, everyone that was in it was great I thought Martin Freeman was surprisingly good in it he's uh, always good well I meant what's he not like, good because it's like a, nobody really knows what his role is in right. the Marvel universe um, but yeah it's just there was something about that third act that just felt really rushed and uh, I don't know I didn't like it I didn't like it that much it, I, <laughs> I mean maybe if I watched it again I'd have a different feeling about it but initial reaction was that the third act didn't didn't hold up for me. I'd give it like a B. And B there's plus. there's
1: been better, yeah,
0: I way mean, better. There's a lot. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say Ant Man was crushing it at the box office. No, I mean it served a purpose and it was fun. I think Black Panther was fun. Yeah, I just they're not they're not Captain America's Civil War, you know, which was right. amazing. Right, right. Um, or Thor: Ragnarok. Or Thor: Ragnarok. Which I mean, even go back and look at the first two Thors, they weren't really that great. Right. So I mean.
1: What we're basically saying is we don't understand why <laughs> why it's a two billion dollar movie or whatever. Mm, but that's fine.
0: No, I mean I think I think there's there's reason for it. It's a different it's it's like one of the first times that in a long time you've had almost an entirely all African American cast, which was right. a big thing. Um I mean, listen, the acting is great. It's just it was rushed and that's what bummed me out about it. I could have used another they'd put another I hate to say it because it's was a long minute, but yeah, another 20 minutes into yeah. it and just kind of flushed it out a bit more. It wouldn't have felt so like rushed to get him back to be, you know, the king. Right, again. right. And that's where I was sort of like, everything else was great. It was beautifully shot. The action was good. It's just felt rushed. So, um, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, that was easy. Yeah. You should get your easy button in here, right? Yep. So what about you? What do you got?
1: Oh, well, next weekend's Father's Day. Yeah. That's what I keep hearing. So every year I try and find what's hot or what's come out 4K-wise for people to enjoy and some of the recent releases for dads to really uh, enjoy, and I've got a list.
0: I'd like to hear it. So
1: uh, I'll just throw the movie at you, and you tell me what you like about it, don't like about it, and uh, why you think uh, it's worthy. Uh, This is for dads, remember. Right. The Matrix is now on 4K. Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm sure it blows your mind, right?
1: The first Matrix, right. Is, the it, best is, it, Matrix. is it
0: just the first one? Is it the only one? just the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything new with it?
1: Well, they, um, the cinematographer, Bill Pope, supervised the um, remastering. They took the original negatives, scanned them in, then added the color correction and cleaned it up. So that's important. Nice. Anytime they do that. Uh, what it means is, I don't know if you remember the Matrix, but when you're in the Matrix world, it was awfully green. Mm-hmm. Um, they've made it a little more subtle now, so it's not so in your face green. And the uh, but I
0: kind of like that. Yeah,
1: it's still there. It's just there were complaints that it was too green. <laughs> so I don't know who complained. All right. it's less green. Okay. Uh, the 4K disc has. F- there were four commentary tracks at one point on this movie,
0: but. Having owned the original four box set, where with, yeah. with the Neo bust, yeah, and everything, yes. there's like twenty.
1: There's everything going on. Right, you're right, and and I didn't realize it because I hadn't gone back and wa- uh, watched some of it. But the Wachowskis do not take part in the commentary. They they had a group of critics on a commentary track. They had a group of what they call the philosophers on a right. commentary track, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. And they had a couple of the uh, actresses. Uh, they had Carrie Ann Moss and an editor on one of them.
0: So that was pretty good. Well, the philosophers make sense because everybody says it's like, uh, you know, it was a very religious movie.
1: But it was they had activist Cornell West.
0: Oh, OK. <laughs> which well,
1: was, I mean, and some guy who's a transpersonal psychology expert.
0: Is that because the Wachowskis are both trans? Is is is, is <laughs> I think that's that, something that, is else. Is that new or no? It's old. I, it's old. Okay. Well, sorry.
1: It might have to do with one's like inner in, in, in self, inner self, or, it, yeah, inner or, being, or, yeah.
0: I mean, it, it's the Matrix was a revolutionary movie. It is probably it was it holds up as honestly one of the top sci-fi sure. films of of easily the '90s, and it's in the top in my top ten for great sci fi movies.
1: And it just really irks me that they couldn't close the deal. Because by the time you got to the third one, it was just unintelligible.
0: I, I hated the it. The second one was really good. Especially the freeway scene was was mind blowingly amazing.
1: Yeah, but there's you know, there has to be an ending.
0: Yeah, the the third the ending was just not where I wanted it. Well, the ending he's everyone made the the uh that he died in the way that he's he's laid out Yeah, as he's like Jesus on the cross and he sacrificed himself. Oh, come on. That was the whole premise behind yeah, it and that I guess. and that they said that they would see him again. He's the one. I mean, they have been talking about another round of Matrix movies for 10 years. Yeah. And
1: Yeah, I can't believe that hasn't been rebooted well, yet. Well, he said he'd do it.
0: Keanu right. Reeves said, I would do another Matrix movie right. only if the Wachowskis did it. Right. I mean, he's leaving the door open for it. Lawrence Fishburne said he's done, which that's fine. <sighs> Who cares?
1: Yeah. And the Wachowskis have had a have, a poop show ever since.
0: No, what is Sense8 theirs? What's the one that's, know. there's a show on Netflix that's theirs.
1: They do have a Netflix show somewhere, right? I is don't it know Sense8? That is. I don't know. But
0: movie-wise... Well, I mean, they did uh, Speed Speed Racer, Racer. which you wanted to like. It actually wasn't that bad if you knew the cartoons. Right. But for a commercial movie, it was never going to be a hit. All right. Anyway, next. Fury. If you are a
1: World War II fan... uh, Fan. Who's a fan of World War II? But Fury's not that old. It's from 2014. Yeah. Right. Um, It's a great movie, and it's now in 4K. So you get to see all of Brad Pitt's pores. And you get to see all of Brad Pitt, and really, the battle scenes are rough. Mm -hmm. There is some nasty stuff happening. Um, Anyway, it's a movie about existing in an M4 Sherman tank towards the end of World War II. And it is harsh. Inside that tank is uh, Shia LaBeouf, Michael Pena, who does a great job. Mm -hmm. John Bernthal, who is just creepy in that movie. But he's cool on the end.
0: Um, he's one of those actors that you get a real good performance from him and everything. I mean, I even like The Punisher. I know people don't. I'm bummed that they don't like it. But
1: Off topic, my kid sent me a message going, he really loved Iron Fist. Have you even watched Iron Fist no. yet on Netflix? No. Everyone says it's terrible.
0: Really? Well. Right. But
1: here's the thing about Fury that was great. The 4K disc has new content, bonus content which is something that's rarely done on a 4K disc. Like what? Um, I really congratulate Sony. They've got a 45-minute long Smithsonian Channel documentary called Tanks of Fury, which is exactly what I want when there's a movie that's got some history in it. So it's about tanks during World War II and mm. the tanks used in the movie. It's great, and veterans talk about stuff. Mm. It's great. It's absolutely what you would want in a movie like that. I wonder if we got paid for that. I don't know. Uh, next, Die Hard. Come on. It's now on 4K.
0: Yippee-ki-yay.
1: First time ever. Um, well, yeah,
0: because they're getting ready for Die Hard year one.
1: That's soon, right? And I me, mean,
0: I don't know if he's filming it yet, but he's talked that it's a go.
1: Um, so the best part of this, obviously, the movie's fantastic.
0: It's, it's classic. It's one of the it best action movies ever. Ever made. And now you can see what? and I don't care what anybody says, it's a great Christmas movie. It's a great movie to sit down and watch around the holidays.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially when Klaus or not Klaus gets hung. Isn't there a Klaus who gets hung and Hans who gets thrown out well, now? Han,
0: Hans Gruber gets right. thrown yeah, out of yeah, the yeah. window. There,
1: you just ruined it. I wasn't gonna ruin it for people. Anyway, Mr. Willis, uh, Detective McLean. Gets beat up pretty bad in this movie, and now you can see him getting it's beat up for all 4 K. It's his first movie. It makes him a superstar. Yeah. Out of the box. Yep. And now uh, he can't shake it. Next, Saving Private Ryan. Oh. Commemorative 20th anniversary edition. 20 years 4K. already? k Holy cow. That's right. Steven Spielberg's Academy Award winning World War II drama. I'm not going to go over it. You know what's going on. A group of uh, American soldiers have to go and save one paratrooper whose brothers have been killed in combat. And it's the the most graphic depiction of D-Day
0: ever made. Absolutely. Um, Starring Tom Hanks and Matt Damon.
1: Horrifying, gritty. Beautifully All the
0: same. Beautifully done. You really feel like you're there. And it's they're storming the beaches of Normandy.
1: And for the Blu-ray disc, they throw in a 90-minute vintage documentary hosted by Tom Hanks about the combat cameramen that shot the reality of World War II.
0: That's awesome.
1: That is awesome. There's footage from the Doolittle's Raiders when the first um, plane was taking off, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. All good. Next, The Patriot.
0: Okay. I love this movie. I know. I do too, but... It's not up Just there.
1: because it's really, really, really cause Jason Isaac is so mean and nasty in this movie.
0: Well, you've got Heath Ledger. Yeah. Mel a, Gibson. A young Heath Ledger. A Mel
1: Gibson who is just crushing it in this movie. This guy's just on fire in every scene. Yep. Um, it's about the American Revolution and it's directed by Roland Emmerich. Uh, and produced by Dean Devlin, the Ro- boys. Roland Emmerich of
0: Independence, Independence day, day, the day, or the day after tomorrow and, uh, uh, Independence Day two. Right. The movie that should have never been made.
1: Yeah. That really shouldn't have been made. No, I'm so disappointed by that one. That could have been great. It could have. Uh, so let's see. What's great about this?
0: The Patriot. I mean, it's a great oh, movie.
1: The best thing on this thing is that they go back, uh, to film's release in two thousand when they had a commentary track and they bring the commentary track back. No, that's good. So that's good. That's something that has not been available for a long time. Next, I know I know you're a big musical fan, so you're gonna dive right aboard on this. Greece, the fortieth anniversary edition. Is that, is that right? Is that
0: new? I feel like that's been out for a while. But it's in
1: four K. That's new. No, see I feel four K. Uh, whatever. Of course, it's about a uh, 19... Do you really think that dads watch Grease? I, a dad? I'm a big Grease fan. I watched it again and saw something new. Do you want me to go this deep? I mean, go for it. During... I did not know this. During Beauty School Dropout, one of the angels is Christine Baranski.
0: Really? Really. Would the, but can you recognize her without knowing that?
1: I recognized her and then checked. Okay. So thank you, 4K. All right. I couldn't tell that, obviously, in the other iterations that I watched. Um, once again, newly restored version, camera negative, rescan, cleanup, color corrected, and it looks pretty damn good. The close-ups are amazing.
0: Do you think that when they do the conversion and they put everything in HDR, it is, it is adjusting things to not their true color? Hmm. I mean HDR does some funky stuff when you take photos as it is now and it kind of
1: It always it always levels that like did, did video camera quality yeah for, what for, I mean for me it looks it's like you're standing in the room with the piece like a soap opera
0: yeah there's just there's sometimes I have felt like with a 4K that when the camera pans it, there's like this weird ghosting effect And it's not on all movies. It just seems like sometimes when they do a transfer, they don't do it very well. I
1: haven't seen that. Hmm. So, for Grease, they add um, an alternate ending and opening. Yeah, well, that's been out there for a while. As well as a... net. No. Is this the first time you get to see this?
0: You get to see the alternate ending? Yeah. Or maybe it just was leaked on YouTube, because it's been around there. It's been out there forever. And they
1: actually had an opening song that was different than the Barry Gibb Grease theme song. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's also, which is great for me, a 24-minute retrospective on the origins of Grease, which happened to be the first stage show was in Chicago. And there's a, a place where the co-creator is interviewed, named Jim Jacobs, called Super Dog, which I would visit regularly in Des Plains. It was actually a Greaser hangout. I did not know that. Hmm. I now know that. So anytime I can learn something from the film, I'm excited. Cool. Uh, finally... The Jurassic Park collection, 25th anniversary edition, now in 4K. Reportedly, all the scans from the original camera negatives, again, clean up,
0: digital scans, color corrections, whole shot. But Well, Jurassic World wouldn't be, right? Because that's probably what's already shot in 4K. That's
1: correct. So the first three for sure. And then the final one. is probably um, just
0: the normal movie. Probably upscaled. You think so? Yeah.
1: They didn't shoot that in 4K.
0: It was only two years ago. I don't know. Maybe they they, they Well, now they shoot everything on digital, so i got to believe maybe, yeah, if anything, that's upscaled.
1: And the third film has a 4K—on the 4K disc, the third film has a commentary track with a special effects team led by Stan Winston. So to hear Stan Winston talk is just fantastic. Of course. Because that was great. I met Stan once— Great guy.
0: I'm Sorely miss him. I'm glad that they have finally figured out how to put special features on a 4K disc without having to include a secondary disc to pop in just to view them all.
1: That's right. And Sony did a great job because, like I said, Fury is one of the best examples of them actually going out of their way and putting in a bunch of featurettes. Lionsgate does it a lot, too. Mm -hmm. But Sony's menu is really nice Mm -hmm. on how to get to the features. So that's a pretty good thing. When
0: when you have to punch in your code and go to the Internet to watch your extended features, that's where it doesn't work out for you so much?
1: Yeah, and that's a lot of extra work. Jeez. So that's a pretty good list, right? I like that. Dads will enjoy that stuff. I like that. So go buy something.
0: Yeah. You've got time. You've All got right. one week. you yeah, got one week. All right. I guess we can come back. We'll and then, be back in I've a minute. Got, I've got some uh, Netflix stuff we can talk about. Okay. And we'll go from there. All right. Communities Digital News,
1: built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I-news.com. And support the next evolution in news.
0: All right, so I've been spending a ton of time leveraging Netflix's offline okay. uh, service, watching it on the train, because I can basically bang out about an hour episode one way. Which sure. kind of nice. So I think we'll talk about a couple of them. First one I want to talk about is, is a Netflix original. It's called Wild Wild Country. It's um, a multi-part documentary, one season, um, based upon the Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, who... Um, created uh this commune in oregon uh with the group called the rajneeshies who were his followers and it gets into the rajneeshies taking over this town you know basically kicking out all the elected officials and putting their own people in renaming the town and then some of the leaders basically plotting um high-level officials murders and so
1: first of all did this really happen this this is
0: real. Wow. And it's it is it's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I found it extraordinarily captivating. Each episode is between anywhere between fifty and seventy minutes long, commercial without any commercials, right. obviously. And it really gets into the like this guy who everyone claims who was around him that he was some majestical person who was very enlightening and the people who who surrounded him to kind of create this pseudo religion. And how corrupt everyone was and that the feeling was, was that he was a part of it as well. And, and eventually, because this is real life, I'm not really ruining anything. Um, they nail him on uh, immigration charges and kick him back to India after a, a very long FBI investigation. They round up a bunch of people, put him in jail. It's it's it sort of takes place after um, the whole. Uh, what is it? What was the original call where everybody took the Kool-Aid and. Jonestown? Jonestown.
1: Jonestown it's, Massacre. It,
0: yeah, it's a little bit... The, the FBI is very concerned that it's going to turn into that because it's so fresh on everyone's mind.
1: And Trump had nothing to do with this. No,
0: this takes place in okay. the in the 80s in Oregon. In he it, didn't it, buy
1: any of the buildings nope, or have anything to do with it. Just outside
0: this. a town called okay. Antelope, Oregon. In that's the, of that's the disclaimer. So <laughs> I highly recommend that. It was fascinating. Again, being born in the 80s, I did not really know anything about this guy. But me neither. It is one hell of a ride. And they get the people who have gone to jail on attempted murder charges. They are interviewed. They interview his lawyers. They interview the FBI people who are associated with it, the townspeople. It's really in depth, really extraordinarily well done. I cannot recommend it enough. The next thing um, is a uh, well, we'll talk about a movie first, which I really liked and I think you should see. It's with Martin Freeman. Um, called Cargo, and this is sort of takes place in an apo- in a uh, post zombie apocalypse in Australia, and you never really know that it's an apocalypse, but there are all these kits which say if you're bitten, here's what to do to kill yourself. Essentially, where they have this device where you hold up to the side of your head and you push a button and it jabs a metal rod into your brain and kills Kay. you immediately. Um, the premise of it is that, uh, he and his wife have a, have a baby daughter and they are trying to survive and the, uh, something happens to the wife and he's left alone and things go awry and he has to do whatever it takes so that his daughter survives.
1: All right. I don't want to know too much because I'm going to watch this. It's
0: really well done. I really like it. You
1: said it's based on a true story.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally based (laughs) on a true story. And what, uh, is interesting is, is that the, those affected, um, during the daylight, they bury their heads. They hibernate during the and day. And that's cool, right? It's re- it it's, looks cool. It's really weird, actually. You don't really know what's going on until like later on, you sort of figure it out. So I
1: know a couple people that do that on a uh, I mean, weekly
0: basis. White Walkers, uh, vampires, anyone, they've got to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. So, I recommend that a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, I just finished up uh, the Netflix... Uh, what seems to be a one and done season uh, show, which is was actually brought in from the um, the BBC or or i four or one of the one of the stations in the UK um, called Safe with Michael C. Hall. Um, he is a doctor and a newly widowed doctor. And oh, Dexter. Dexter. Got it. And he has a British. accent. I don't accent, know Michael C. Hall. And he has a British accent and a dialect coach, and it is all. It <laughs> takes place in Britain. Okay, And the cast is is so it's Martin Freeman's ex-wife. Amanda Abington is. Wow. Why would you know that? Because she's in a show that I love from the UK called um, Man Stroke Woman. It was a sketch show. okay, And it was really funny. It was with Nick Frost. That was really good. Um, It's great. It's like I think it's a six or eight parter. Um, you kind of get into it. It's uh, a, basically there's a murder and his daughter is missing and you have to basically go along with the ride. He's trying to find her while the police are trying to find her. And it's a kind of a cool thing. The guy uh, who wrote it basically says he likes to do these things where when he tells a story at the end of it, it's done. So if they do another season, it would be like a Fargo S thing where it would be something completely different, which I think is pretty good. I liked it a lot. Again, I would recommend that. Um, and then I'm working on Evil Genius right now, okay. which is uh, based on um, in, in the, I think it was like 2003, 2003 2004, the um, pizza bank robber, the pizza delivery man bank robber in Erie, Pennsylvania, where this guy comes in and casually robs a bank, immediately gets caught, is handcuffed, says he has a bomb strapped to himself says that people uh, kidnapped him and strapped a bomb to him, and he has to complete this scavenger hunt before the bomb goes off. And unfortunately for him, he does not complete it in time, and his demise is met. That's crazy. And you go through this wild ride of trying to figure out who did it. Wow. And was he involved, and were there other people involved in this really crazy, bizarre, um, you know, heist gone, like, was it, like, torture? What what was it? And it basically, yes, it sounded like some crazed people – Kidnapped him, roughed him up, put this device on him, and told him he had to complete it. But what they also say very early on is that, regardless of whether he had completed all the tasks, the way the bomb was wired, is he would have never finished in time. So he was always he, was, desti- done he anyway. was destined to die. And it's crazy. It's like five, four or five parts. It's really heavy. You get to more or less see the guy explode. It's 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 a little bit of a rough watch there. Okay, I can honestly say I wished I hadn't seen that part, but uh, I'm into it. I I mean, so far, a lot of the Netflix originals that they're doing, I'm really pretty pretty pleased with. That's cool. They've done a good, and you know, I've been watching Letterman's thing. My next guest needs no introduction.
1: I, all right. I watched the Howard Stern one. What would you think? I liked
0: it. I, it was it pretty was okay. good. Howard was great. Yeah, that was he good. Always, he's always great. And I watched the... Um, Dave,
1: lose the beard. All right.
0: I loved how really? he came out with a fake beard.
1: That was the funniest part. Yeah.
0: Um, but I thought it was fascinating. I mean, he asked some really good questions, and it was it was a very different Letterman interview. So I watched that one. I watched the Julia Louis-Dreyfus one. I watched the Obama one. I think uh, there was the... Oh, There's the a
1: Seinfeld one.
0: Yeah, Seinfeld, and then there's five of them. And then it's the woman from Pakistan who was, uh, who I think she had acid. I can never remember her name. She's very famous. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't watch that one, so that's why I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on. But it's on.
1: no Gotham. No. I've been watching Gotham night after night on Netflix. It is
0: great. And. I'm telling you, it's great. And in two weeks, Rick and Morty season three hits Hulu. Okay, like so tw- I got season three on DVD. Right, so I think it's it hits like the 23rd, Maybe it's two. maybe it's three weeks. It's the 23rd of June, and so that's coming out soon. So there's a lot to watch just because yes. your favorite shows are done for the summer doesn't mean there isn't really great content. Wild Wild Country, I highly recommend it, even if you don't know anything about it. It's really interesting, and at the very end of it, you don't really know who's right and who's wrong. You really don't. You don't have a clue because they both seem like they could be right. Okay. So it's really well presented. So that's what I got. It's plenty. What do we got coming out for new releases? Uh, Tomb Raider, which I watched last night. And? Well, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. How was Walton Goggins? Did you like him as the villain? (sighs) It's cookie cutter. Here's the thing: If you've
1: played the new version, the reboot mm-hmm. of of Lara Croft Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. there's absolutely no reason to watch the movie because the reboot video game is much better. That's what I'm saying. It's way better. It's like, why did they even waste the money to do this? So, but I'm ruining. Unfortunate. the Unfortunate. Yes. Anyway, thank you.
0: Well, I've got I've got one more thing to what? ask you. So. It's only been out three weeks, Solo and is Solo is at done. 15. 15! Deadpool is still at almost 15, and it's been out, what,
1: five weeks? Look, I told Kathleen Kennedy, you gotta hire the guy who's the, who's the doppelganger of a young Harrison Ford. She wouldn't listen. I would have hired that guy in a minute, because so, it would have been a novelty. People would have gone there just to see this guy doing a Harrison Ford imitation.
0: He should have. So Deadpool is at six hundred and fifty five million dollars worldwide on a hundred and ten million dollar budget unexpected unexpected that's great. solo is at three twelve worldwide
1: well, that's better than I thought it was going to be but
0: you have to figure with all the reshoots and everything that's a two hundred million dollar budget
1: sure plus another third went for marketing so it's a three hundred million dollars
0: so it hasn't it's barely made its money back right. That's pretty disappointing. Oceans 8 opened at 41.5. She is Danny Ocean's sister. yawn yawn. Production budget 70 million. yawn.
1: And the new Halloween trailer came out and Jamie Lee Curtis is looking
0: badass. She in it? She is in it. What's it called? Halloween. But is she is she reprising, she's not yes. reprising her role. She is
1: Laura Stroud.
0: What? I didn't know this.
1: She's got long gray hair, and she's packing heat. Her entire goal in life is once Michael Myers gets out, she's going to kill him. You've oh, got to watch the trailer. Dude.
0: there's so many trailers that came out. We're, we'll have to post them online. Yeah. We've been a little lazy there. But there's, like, Lego, the Lego Movie, Movie 2, two. Uh, Expendables 2. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, yep. which I'm kind of excited for. They
1: just released Mission Impossible series on 4K. We can talk about that.
0: That's great. I, I really like those All movies. All five of them. Um,
1: I watched the first one on Sarah and I, you know, the first one was directed by Brian De Palma, which I did not know. It's a little slow, and it was, but it's fun.
0: I thought it was done. It, oh, yeah. Maybe it was Jan DeBont was the was the videographer. This was before he's, his name is attached to it because he did Speed yeah. Okay. And I think they were around the same time.
1: And I didn't know. I mean, I guess I knew. J.J. Abrams did two of them.
0: Uh, they're. I think they're all under Bad Robot now.
1: But I he directed two of them he, or three he of them.
0: Did, um, God, he did it, three this, of them. Is this the seventh or the sixth one? This will be the sixth. So he did four and five. Okay. And I don't know who did. The, I don't know who did this one. Uh, but that just came out. Uh, oh, there was a movie with. Um, Oh there's like so many movies coming out. It's like crazy. I'm really excited about some of them. Some of them I think are gonna be pretty small. Um I'm trying to think if there's any yeah, I don't know. There's so much. We'll anyway, have to post it. Halloween
1: now. excited me.
0: Well that's great. I'll have to watch it. All right. All right. Thanks. Be good. Go be caps. Good. Go caps.